Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Stop Listening to Pundits, Please. All right, so I've said this before. It's that time of year, all the year-end forecasts and pundits are out doing their usual unhelpful, noisy thing. So I thought this would be a good time to trot out a table and a chart, which you can see at the website, uh, that comes from Michael Sembalist of J.P. Morgan. They published it a year ago, November 2020, and it shows some of really terrible forecasts from people like David Stockman and Noriel Rubini and Peter Schiff and John Osman and George Soros and on and on. A lot of uh, apocalyptic bears who, who made forecasts in March and April and May of 2020, and they just could not possibly have been the worst advice. And so I didn't want to dunk on these guys. I'm trying to be a gentler, kindler Barry on Twitter, but I'm happy to share the chart. And instead of pointing out anything any one specific person said, I'm going to share five bullet points with you that I think you'll find helpful this time of year when we hear a lot of opinions and forecasts and claims. This will help you frame it and put it into better context, starting with agenda. Everybody has their own agenda, whether it's selling their consulting services or peddling an ETF or being behind an IPO or or just wanting you to click on their advertisement. There is always something a pundit wants out of you. Me too. Listen, I I have a wealth management firm, so I want to run your portfolio. I host a podcast and I do these regular goldmine pieces. I want you to listen. I write books and columns and blogs, so I want your attention to read them. Not everybody's agenda is that obvious or or clearly disclosed. So first question, ask yourself, what does this person want from me? Be aware of what's on their agenda when they're arguing pro or con for any specific idea, especially an investment idea. Number two, what are your goals? You should be thinking for yourself, not imitating either extreme. You shouldn't be imitating billionaires, and you certainly shouldn't be imitating the ministers without portfolios. These folks' needs are very different from yours. The ministers without portfolios, they just want attention. The billionaires, they're about protecting their wealth and leaving a legacy behind. If you're the average investor, your needs are likely very different from theirs recognize this and take in what they say, but adjust accordingly. Number three, beware of the narratives. One of the oddest aspects of this is the changing storylines around various talking heads. My favorite piece about media narratives and talking heads is a piece Josh did about Joe Granville. That was, you know, 40 years ago, the modern version has been the intense media scrutiny on Kathy Wood of ARC. Recall in 2020, the narrative was, Wood is a seer, someone who could do no wrong. Then in 2021, we had a new narrative. Hey, you know, the last year, she just must have gotten lucky. As always, the truth is far more nuanced and complicated than either of those claims. Look, Wood runs a concentrated, high-octane portfolio. Her stocks are these innovative tech companies. They're really volatile. And when they're in favor, they wildly outperform the broad market. And guess what happens when they're out of favor? They lag badly. 
But that's nuance, and and that's a much less interesting media story than, first, an amazing crystal ball, and then second, oh, her crystal ball was suddenly broken. Number four, fashion. Pundits come into and out of fashion like, well, fashion. Hemlines rise and fall. Colors come in and go out of favor. Styles change. Hey, the clothing industry changes fashion to drive consumers to make new purchases, if only to refresh their wardrobes with the most newest fashionable items. The media sees the rise and fall of specific pundits for the same reason. There is always a need for fresh meat to feed the daily beast. Number five, bylines over mastheads. I found it to be enormously helpful to build a stable of people I can rely on. They have a long-term track record of providing light instead of heat. They raise interesting ideas in intelligent ways. They force me to think in ways I may not have otherwise. My list of these folks is pretty long, but you can find most of the people whose insights I most rely upon and value. Either they're masters and business guests or they work directly with me at Ritholtz Wealth Management. You should create your own list of people who are valuable and whose ideas are worthwhile to you, not just people with whom you agree, but whose track records and ability to communicate truly add value. In fact, if you can find people you disagree with but respect their process, that's even better. If they can make you clarifying your own thoughts, sharpen your arguments, they're potentially worth including in your list. Earlier this week, I mentioned this is the most forecasty time of the year. I'll, I'll spare you the song this time. But really, this sort of thing is a year-round concern. Whether you're bullish or bearish, there's always a pundit out there waiting to satisfy your confirmation bias. Instead, find a better way to let smart, insightful people inform your worldview while still retaining your own independence of thought. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Solid.